Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Can I ask you a question? What are you looking forward to? No matter what circumstance you find yourself in at the present, what are you anticipating? We are studying through the book of Philippians, and Paul, the apostle, we have discovered, is in a Roman prison, and he is there for the cause of Christ, because of the gospel. And he is in not really great circumstances. Although he's in a rented uh, house, he is uh, confined there, uh, chained to a Roman soldier. He is confined 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He is on the backside of his ministry. He has been serving the Lord for many, many years. And, and now he's pretty much in his senior years. And um, not knowing exactly what the future holds. And in, rather than reacting in a negative way, he has rejoiced. He is rejoicing because he sees the gospel making progress even through his bad circumstances. We dealt with that on the previous podcast where uh, Paul said the gospel's going even to the very uh, palace of Caesar. It's going through the Praetorian Guard and, uh, and, and through everyone else, he said. So Paul was rejoicing in, in that fact. And then in verse 18, he said, he just sums it up. What then only in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed. And in this I rejoice. And then he says, yes, and I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And so Paul was anticipating ongoing rejoicing. And the question is, why is Paul having this joyful anticipation. Verse 19 says, For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in anything, but that with all boldness Christ will even now as always be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. In other words, Paul says, I am joyfully anticipating the fact that, that God is working all of this out for, for my deliverance, for my salvation. Now, that could have meant any one of several things. What it did not mean is his um, salvation in terms of his relationship with the Lord. That was settled. But rather, it meant uh, either he would be released from prison uh, or he would be declared uh, not guilty by Caesar, or perhaps he meant um, that he was going to be released from this body. Uh, he, he says, whether by life or by death, uh, the one thing that I do know and I do want and I do anticipate is that in any of it, Christ would be exalted, that there would be no shame, no shame in my game, no shame whatsoever, but I want, whatever happens, uh, Christ to be exalted in my body. So Paul was joyfully anticipating the work of Almighty God in his life in, in that way. And then he goes on in verse 21 to uh, talk about a dilemma that he's facing. He says, for, for to me to live is Christ... And to die is gain. But if I am to live on in the flesh, 
This will mean fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which to choose. But I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better, yet to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. So Paul is expressing a dilemma that he's facing here. And that dilemma is simply this. Uh, I don't know whether to, to be with you, to stay with you, uh, or to, to be with Christ. He said to be with Christ is far better. And, and, and Paul uh, expressed that not only here, but he expressed it in other places. Uh, back when he wrote the book of, of 2 Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8, he says, We are of good courage, I say, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. And then he went on to say, Therefore we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. So Paul, uh, even then, when he was writing to the Corinthians some years earlier, he, he stated that same thing. He said, look, uh, I am right now, I'm right now in this body, but uh, I want to be in my permanent home. To be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. Uh, in, in When Paul wrote to the church at Coloss, uh, in Colossians chapter 3, Verse 1, he says, Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with Him in glory." Paul had this uh, mindset. He had this understanding that uh, there is something more beyond this life. And uh, he, he believed that with everything that was in him. He believed fully that there was something more. And he believed that right now he was, he was a person living in, a, in an earthly tent, in this body, in this flesh. Uh, this, this earth suit, as one person put it, uh, we live in this earth suit. And, and he knew that when he departed out of this earth suit, when he separated from this body, that's what we call physical death, he said he would be present with the Lord. Um, I recall a story that Jesus told uh, while he was walking on this earth about the rich man and Lazarus. And, um, and in, in both cases, those, those men died. And the rich man, when he died, he's, he lifted up his eyes. He was in hell, in Hades, in, in torment. He was instantly, consciously aware of his existence in torment. But then when the poor man died, who had a relationship with the Lord, obviously, Jesus said the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom, which is a, an expression for paradise or heaven. And, and this was uh, physical death here, immediate consciousness and in, in, in awareness in, a, in, a, in another place. Uh, we're not talking about soul sleep. We're not talking about annihilation. We're talking about a reality beyond this reality. And Paul knew that. And he said to be with Christ is much better. He anticipated that. Uh, he set his mind on things above. And, and I ask uh, myself the question, do I have the eternal perspective? 
do I see that? Am I joyfully anticipating, no matter what my circumstances are, especially if my circumstances are difficult or bad or tragic, am I joyfully anticipating the, the, the next reality beyond f- this life here? When uh, my eyes close for the last time in physical death, when I exit this earth suit, uh, do I uh, anticipate the fact that I am going to be immediately, immediately and consciously in the presence of, of the Lord Jesus Christ? To be with Christ, Paul said, is far better. And yet, he said, uh, look, I'm, I'm hard-pressed. I'm hard-pressed from both directions. I have a desire to, to, to depart and to be with Christ. Much better. It's very much better, he said. Yet, to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Paul recognized that his life work was probably not yet done. Most likely, it was, wasn't done. Now, uh, if I were to take you over to, to um, 2 Timothy, a letter that Paul wrote to his protege who is named here in this book. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul said it uh, a different way. Uh, he knew here it, with these Philippians, he, had a, he strongly suspected that he was not finished. You know, that uh, God wanted him to stay on for, for a little while. But uh, with, with, uh, with uh, the uh, Timothy, in Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, he says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Paul eventually realized that he had absolutely come to the end of his life. He knew he was facing death, and he says, I fought the fight. I've kept the faith. I'm ready. I'm ready to step over. Uh, And so here in the book of Philippians, he's saying, yet to remain on right now in the flesh, in this earth suit, is more necessary for you. Verse 25, he says, convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that your proud confidence in me may abound in Christ Jesus through my coming to you again. And so Paul basically said, I'm going to stay on. Uh, There's fruit there to be to be gained uh, for your sake, I, I want want to stay on. And he says, I want to stay on, and literally there in verse 26, that your confidence of joy may be more abundant in Christ for me. Uh, and John MacArthur says, the point is, as Paul lived on fruitfully, their joy and confidence would overflow because of Christ working in him, not because of anything he himself did by his own ability. Paul realized that Jesus was working through him to build up the body of Christ and that this church at Philippi would benefit from his ministry as the grace of Jesus Christ was poured through him. Well, um, verse 27, I just want to read the first part of it because Paul says, only conduct yourselves. He says, okay, I'm staying on, it looks like, for now, for you. But he says, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain, I will hear of you that you are standing firm. 
Paul said, look, um, I believe that there's a good chance that the Lord is going to keep me here a little bit longer and it'll work out to your benefit as Christ works in me and through me. But he says, I'm challenging you. Conduct yourself in a manner. Live in a manner that is worthy of the gospel. Don't live in a way that would bring reproach on the name of Christ. Um, we're, we're seeing the gospel move forward here. Even in my bad circumstances, the gospel's moving forward and I am rejoicing in that. And I challenge you to live in a manner that would bring honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ and to his gospel, Philippian church. And that's a challenge for you and I today as well. No matter what circumstance you find yourself in, uh, are you joyfully anticipating what God wants to do in you and through you and eventually joyfully anticipating that time when you are with Jesus Christ face to face? Well, more about that on the next podcast. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.